Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Anisha Ramakrishna, and I'm an Indian entrepreneur and TV personality with big dick energy. I recently left my successful career and my long-term relationship to pursue my own fashion business. I'm single in my mid-30s, and I live with my parents. I'm currently cringing, and I know you are too. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing, episode two. Okay, now where did we leave off? My divorce? I wasn't actually married, but it felt like a marriage. And, you know, we were two peas in a pod. And so our breakup felt like a divorce. So now I'm 33. I've just moved back home to my childhood bedroom. My parents don't know what the fuck is going on. They think it's a phase. They're like, she's going to get over it, except that didn't happen. And I'm now the girl in town that is crazy, right? Like, oh, you're the one that moved back home to start your weird clothing line. And now you left your cushy job in New York where you were very successful And you and your boyfriend broke up with each other after 12 years. So I had this scarlet letter like, oh, you were the one in the 12-year relationship. And I think it's important for people to understand that sometimes relationships don't work out even if neither party did anything wrong. Like, people don't get it. They're like, did someone cheat? Like, did something bad happen? Like, no. Nothing like that happened. We are both dreamers and floaters. Like attracts like. And so we were literally just floating through life with no end game. And I think the pressure from both our families for us to get married, you know, fractured our relationship. That's really what I believe. I end up moving back home with one suitcase 
all my designer clothes, my beautiful furniture, everything is in a storage unit in Long Island City to this day. I don't even know what's in there anymore. And the fun vacations, the nice gifts, my cushy job, which is, you know, my identity, all goes out the window. And I'm just the girl that was in a 12-year relationship. And I'm terrified because in our culture, you know, the man takes care of the woman. And I've never really had to worry or take care of myself. I've always had my parents. And then I always had Vishnu. Even though I was making a lot of money and I was successful and I had my own place and I was paying for rent, my boyfriend essentially took care of me, like took care of everything. So I begin this new chapter where, you know, essentially I've never been alone. Like I've never been alone. Even though I live with my parents internally, you know, I felt like I'm alone. And I start having this version of myself in my head that I want to become. And I decide mentally to work toward becoming that woman, the woman I am in my head. And so we begin this journey now at 33 where I start working out which I've never done in my entire life. I start yoga. I start eating healthy. And I start putting my all into this business. When one door closes, another opens. So I move back home. And within a month of moving back home, we got signed for Family Karma. Word spreads like wildfire in the Indian community about the show. And... Now, not only am I the girl that's 33 who was in a 12-year relationship, I become the girl that's going to be on this trashy TV show. Because the Indian community is very highbrow. And, you know, being on TV isn't exactly hashtag goals where we come from. And my parents are just, (laughs) I mean, they just want to move to another planet because now I'm their daughter. And they were very upset, first of all, that I wasn't in a relationship. And second of all, they did not want me to be on a TV show. I don't think most parents dream of their children being on reality TV shows. But like all good Indian parents, they live for their children. And so they supported me and they participated in the show. I am extremely depressed when we film Family Karma. I gain 20 pounds and I feel like my friends were not there for me. And I couldn't even go run to my parents and complain about the show because then they'd say, like, I told you so. Like, who told you to be on this show? So we filmed the show and it was a fantastic experience, but there was a lot going on with me internally. And a lot of it was just fear, fear of the unknown. I didn't know what was going to happen to me. I 
never really believed in the idea of marriage. It's a social construct. And my ex-boyfriend Vishnu as well, he did not either. And like I said, having that pressure to get married really, you know, stressed our relationship. And so having to talk about all the things I avoid on the show was like a form of therapy. And, you know, we talked about freezing my eggs and, you know, getting married and being in my mid-30s. All the things I want to avoid, we discussed on the show. So now we filmed Family Karma, and it's October 2019. And one of my best friends, Diana, watches this movie called The Kissing Booth on Netflix. And she's like, let's go to Australia. And I still haven't seen The Kissing Booth, but apparently it's in Australia. So I'm like, what? She's like, let's go to Australia. Like, let's go. And so, of course, we go to Australia. And that became a trip of a lifetime and just changed everything for me. So I'm about to leave for Australia on Monday, and now it's a Friday. And my friend Bali says, look, hon, you've been single for so long now. You need to get back out there. And she understood because, you know, I don't know how people move on so quickly, but I'm an intense person and I love hard. So it took me a long time to get over the failure of my relationship. And I don't know, I just, I didn't know how to even move on. But Bali said, the only way to move on is just to like go on a date. So she's like, I'm going to set you up with this guy. He's from New York, but he comes to Miami all the time. He's a businessman. And I think you guys would get along. So I say, okay, but I'm going to Australia in like two days. And she's like, just like, like just give, let me give him your number. And I said, okay, you know what? What do I have to lose? So I go to Australia, have, you know, a bunch of epiphanies. I go to Australia and decide I no longer want to eat animals. I have this spiritual awakening in the Great Barrier Reef, which was life-changing. And I decide maybe I'll be open to trying marriage and dating and all those things. Like this is a new beginning for me. So I come back from Australia and this guy calls me right away. Like clearly he's interested. So we talk and we hit it off and I tell him like, hey, I'm going to be on this show and it's going to happen in a few months. And he's cool with it because when you're Indian, you have to explain that you're on a reality show because not everyone is for it, you know? Like a lot of Indians are private. We come from this very conservative culture and being on TV is not, you know, it's not something that is easily accepted. I don't know how else to say it. So now I'm talking to this guy for two weeks and in my head, we're already married. Like I'm in love. I haven't even met the guy and I'm in love. Two weeks go by and the guy ghosts me. So I'm a rookie now. Like I've never really dated and I've been with one person for 12 years. 
So all of this is brand new. And I'm like, did I just get ghosted? And everyone's like, technically, you didn't even get ghosted because you didn't even meet the fucking guy. He doesn't owe you shit. Like, you weren't ghosted. And I'm so confused. And I tell Bali, I'm like, what the fuck happened? And apparently she hears, you know, he moved on. Like, I was like, okay. So... I'm devastated. Me and Bali have, you know, a divorce party lunch because in my head, we're in the psych ward and I was fucking married to him. You know, in two weeks, I was married. Long story short, a month later, I get a call from the guy, a booty call. Of course, I didn't answer because, you know, your girl doesn't have time for that. And I'm like, hmm, that's weird. A week after the booty call, the guy gets married. I know. I know. Is this what dating is, guys? That's what everyone told me. They were like, Anish, welcome to dating. So let's talk about my dating journey up until now. So the Australia guy, let's call him that, was clearly in a relationship or engaged to someone else while he was talking to me. I mean, that is just like out of a horror movie. And again, this isn't some stranger. This was a setup by friends because I've never been on a dating app to this day because I've heard all the stories and I think, you know what? I'm not missing much. So I refuse to be on a dating app. And everyone's like, well, you won't meet anyone if you don't go on a dating app. Well, I beg to differ. I've been set up with a lot of people and I have not been on a dating app. Hashtag still single. Fast forward to January 2020, your girl is thriving, family karma is going to air in March, I am going to meet a guy, life is great. I am set up with a few guys, except I either don't have a connection with them, or I'm not attracted to them, or on the other hand, they don't like me, and that's okay. So. Throughout this time, I'm getting set up, but nothing's really clicking. I don't really care because I know Family Karma is airing in March. People are going to get to know me and see me on TV, and I am going to find the guy. Now it's February 2020, and I get set up with who I'd like to call my Mr. Big. So Mr. Big is an older gentleman. He is 10 years older than me, to be exact. And he is Indian because, you know, I am strictly dickly Indian for now. It's what I like. I like the brown D. And I get set up with him through mutual friends. And he's very sophisticated, charming, successful, and basically retired. So Mr. Big takes me out to, you know, fancy restaurants. He knows about wine. He's traveled around the world. And he likes me so much that he extends his trip for an extra five days. And for five days, we go out every night on different dates to different restaurants. You know I'm a classy lady, honey. And nothing happened, okay? Nothing 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Happened. The vag is still dry at this point. And can I also say... It's okay to not have sex. Like, I'm okay with sharing that. Like, everyone, you know, wants women to get laid. And if you're not getting laid, you're a bitch and you're told to get laid. It's okay if you're having a dry spell by choice, honey. Because anyone can get laid if they want to. It's a choice. Leave women alone and stop telling people to get laid. So Mr. Big is really intelligent and I can hear him talk for hours. It's one of the few times I don't have to do the talking because usually I'm the one doing the talking. I'm the entertainer. But in the case of Mr. Big, I just have to listen and I love that. So Mr. Big comes in and out of town and every time he's in town, we go out and we have dinner. Family Karma airs. And within a week of Family Karma airing, literally episode one aired, we had our premiere party and we got put into a lockdown. So now this is supposed to be the time your girl's going to get a lot of dick. Men are going to come my way, except none of that happens. I'm locked up in my parents' house and I can't meet anyone because of COVID. We watched the entire season of Family Karma in quarantine, and I get so thirsty that I break my rule of meeting people online, and I start talking to people who have slid through my DMs. Like, I break my number one rule. I still haven't joined any dating apps, but I start replying to guys in the DMs, and I always say, Like attracts like, because many people assume, oh, you must get so many guys blowing up your DM. Actually, quite the contrary. I get very few men blowing up my DMs, and the few men that do have the big dick energy, who do DM me, they're all actually very successful, intelligent, kind gentlemen. Because guess what, honey? Like attracts like. So I've never had anyone send me a gross DM. And believe it or not, I've also never sent a nude. And I've never received a dick pic or a nude of any kind. And that's totally because I'm terrified of the cloud. The cloud is like 
what horror movies are made of. So that's why you will never get a text from me that's a sext, and you will never get a nude from me because I live in fear of the cloud. So I start talking to these guys in the DM, ranging from like surgeons to investment bankers to like founders of companies you've heard of. If you could see me winking right now. So, you know, I take it as practice, right? Like, am I really going to date any of these people? Probably not because we can't meet. And I know everyone's into Zoom right now. But if anyone asks me to go on Zoom, I am dropping you. Like, I don't need that in my life. Like, I have no time for Zoom. I did get catfished. You know, that did happen in quarantine. But, you know, I'm a rookie in this world, in this dating world. So, you know, I got catfished. So now, you know, I'm baptized. Like I've entered the dating world. I have arrived. I've been catfished. It's like a badge of honor. And I've changed my perspective on dating in this pandemic. So I was very rigid in what I was looking for, but now I've changed a few things. So I'm open to dating younger. The floor is 30. And I'm also open to dating up to, you know, 46, 10 years older than me. And so COVID happens. Like I meet a lot of interesting men through the DMs and just amazing people because of family karma, but nothing really sticks. So now it's like May of 2020 and Mr. Big comes back and we have this lovely dinner and a lovely conversation, except the conversation involves the movie, The Birdcage, A Marriage of Convenience and having children. And you know that meme (laughs) where the woman is like sitting in front of the chalkboard with like all the calculus, like she's putting together like, you know, the puzzle. It all made sense, that dinner. I think Mr. Big was telling me, A, he's bisexual, and B, he was asking me if I was interested in a marriage of convenience. And now it makes total sense, guys. Like, Mr. Big is, like, not interested in me. He's just interested in possibly pretending to be my husband and me having his children because he likes Vag and Dick. And good for him. More power to him. But I'm not about that life. Like, I want you to like my WAP. No one else's. So that was the end of Mr. Big. Beautiful memories, though. But yeah. And there are a lot of boys that I talk to here and there, but no one I'm actually going to date. So I like to tell people anyone can find a guy. It's finding the guy. I know what I want. I know what I'm looking for. So there's no point in me wasting my time when I know These people don't have the characteristics that I'm looking for. If I'm here, 36, gorgeous, smart, successful, kind, funny, and single, then I know there are other people out there who are 36 or older, gorgeous, funny, kind, 
and single. I do believe everything happens for my good. And so in this quarantine, I really focused on myself. And since becoming vegetarian, I've lost 20 pounds. I've kind of become the person I dreamed of in my head. I'm not fully there yet, but I'm on my way. And I know enough at this point in my life to recognize when something is for you, you know? Like if it's for you, then it's easy. It just works. It's seamless. And now I just turned 36 a week ago. And I'm almost embarrassed to say that I don't really even know much about female anatomy. Like, honestly, I had to like Google a bunch of shit. I was not planning on freezing my eggs, you know? I was living in this bubble thinking that I wouldn't have to, you know? But now I just turned 36. I did some research and I found out that, you know, by the time you're 38, they don't really recommend freezing your eggs. And that scared the shit out of me. And so I signed up to freeze my eggs and that's what I'm doing. I begin the process this week. I have mixed feelings because on one hand, I'm so grateful that we have this opportunity and the science and the technology is there for me to even freeze my eggs. Like, thank you, God. Thank you, universe. On the other hand, I'm like, why the fuck do I even have to do this? And going to that doctor's appointment, that first doctor's appointment, you realize that even though I may be young at heart, my organs are old. My organs are getting old, bitch. So that was like a rude awakening, you know, because I am young at heart and I am young and I look young and I feel young, but my body, you know, my eggs, my eggs are 36. And we're born with the same set of eggs that we have our entire lives. Whereas men apparently keep reproducing new sperm, of course. We as women, you know, we just lose eggs. We don't get new ones. And I had like a minor panic attack, you know, because I don't think women dream of freezing their eggs. It's kind of like almost a slap in the face, but I'm happy that I'm doing it. And there's so many good things happening to me professionally. And like my mom says, my mom always tells me, she's like, Anish, you've been successful. You've done well in New York. You've had a great career. Now you're starting your business. Your business is doing well. You've been on TV. You've traveled the world. You have amazing friends. You have a great family. The only thing missing is the guy. And it's one of the few times that I can say I agree with my mom. Now, am I living my life waiting for a guy to appear? No. Do I need a guy? No. Would it be nice? Absolutely. It would be nice to have someone, right? like someone you're compatible with, 
that you can share your life with, like two independent people sharing their lives together. That's nice. But I refuse to settle, and I haven't found what I'm looking for. And thankfully, you know, I can take care of myself. Now, am I still living in my house with my parents? Yes, because I had these incredible plans to get a place in New York and live there for a little bit and then get a place in LA and live there for a little bit. But COVID happened. And right now for me and my business, it's just the best decision right now to stay with my parents. I have their support. I don't have to worry about anything. I'm safe. It's a beautiful environment and I can focus on what's important versus getting an apartment in a new place in like a semi-lockdown. I don't even know what's happening right now in the rest of the country with lockdown because I'm in Florida and everything's kind of open even though I'm still staying at home for the most part. But it's just better for me to stay at home right now. And so now I'm 36. I look and feel better than I ever have in my entire life. I no longer feel ugly. (laughs) I have gained self-confidence and I have spoken to so many women who have watched me on the show and I've met so many incredible new people. I feel like the best is yet to come. I am so happy I am freezing my future babies. I am content with who I am. I don't give a fuck about what anyone thinks about me or my life choices. I have some incredible opportunities coming up. My parents are so proud of me. And most importantly, I'm proud of me. I'm happy. I'm living my best life at 36. And I'm so thankful to have this platform so that I could share my story with you and my personal experiences with you. So in closing today, let me know if you have frozen your eggs, if you plan to freeze your eggs, or if you're single in your mid-30s, I would love to hear from you. DM me, email me, let me know. Don't forget to subscribe and thank you for listening. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai. 